Ah, here we are. You hear our music? You know our music? I paid top dollar for that track. It's branding. It's branding is what it is. It's the random podcast. Who is it random? And it's random. Tony Scott. Mark McRae. And we do it most of the time once a week, although I do have to. I hadn't even told Marcus. I got to confess something to Mark. Hmm. Podcast didn't go up last week because I accidentally deleted it. (laughs) More, more, more. So last week we just did it for for practice run. We did it for craps and giggles, man. So so I I told my wife, she goes, you never do that. Why did you do that? I'm like, what kind of question is that? I don't even know what that, what does that mean? Exactly. (laughs) You do it on purpose. I made a mistake. I'm human. A flesh and blood I made. I think I made a song like that. That's a wife question. You got to expect those kind of questions. (laughs) I mean, it is what it is, but damn. Damn, man. All right. So now we are at a point now where if you're going to ride a plane, a train, I feel like I'm doing a Dr. Seuss thing, a bus, a taxi, an Uber, a Lyft, you are mandated to wear a mask. Good. And Fantastic. Who's got a problem with that? The anti-maskers? Yeah. I get the feeling, though, that those those numbers are dwindling on that side. They ain't got a choice. And, and that's probably the biggest reason why. Exactly. I it's mean, the most selfish shit on the planet, yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the Biden uh, administration is slowly getting their, their cabinet picks confirmed. Pete Buttigieg was, uh, yesterday was uh, confirmed as a cabinet secretary, making history as the nation's first openly gay cabinet secretary. Really? Don't you get the feeling there's been a lot of major politicians? He's only openly gay. Yeah. Who were, who Let's were, get it right. who, were, who were not openly gay, but they were gay. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, I think one of our presidents, Buchanan, they say was gay. Really? Yeah. He was the only president who never married. Hmm. Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Never married. Yeah. He hasn't come out though yet. <laughs> he can't come out. It's over. He's from the South. You know, oh, the yeah. South don't play that. No, at all. They, they don't do that, man. Cause they're calling him Lady Lindsey and all that other kind of stuff. <laughs> Lady Lindsay. They were calling him that. The internet is so mean. And you know what? I don't have a problem with anybody being gay. I don't give a damn. I'm not gay. And if you are gay, God bless you. I know it's a tough road. It's a tough road. Yes. You know? Me being a minority, I understand that it, 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 you know, it comes with stuff. But some people will say that's not the same thing. Right. They'll argue that you have a choice or not. And I'm not going down that road anybody. Yeah. Well. Because if you don't have a choice, if, 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 if. You feel that you don't have a choice, and obviously that's a way to feel about it. Right. Um, I have a nephew, and, you know, he feels that way. So it is what it is. It absolutely is what it is. Right. My father used to say, my father died when he was 85, but my father used to say, I don't understand it, but it ain't for me to understand. I love that. That's totally it. You know? And, and don't be judging folks, man. Oh, Let man. folks live their damn life. Like, I've had an argument with somebody, and they're like, well, they're in there. I said, well, but hold on. How does this affect you? It doesn't. It does not affect you. Yeah. So. Shut up. Absolutely. So uh, Puxatani Phil apparently saw his shadow yesterday, and we're going to have six more weeks of bad weather. My question is this, because I didn't see it on TV, but but I just want to know this, and maybe you saw it. I didn't see it. Did he have a mask on? <laughs> All right? Because you just can't be out there, because they always pick him up and hold him. They do. So did he have a mask on? I'm asking. I, I don't know. If I'm they, asking for a nation. I don't know if uh, groundhogs, do you have a mask for groundhogs? <laughs> I mean, a mask is a mask, man. Somebody said, well, you know he saw a shadow. I'm like, no shit. I, I know he saw a shadow. <laughs> he sees a shadow every year. I've been alive. Every year he sees that damn shadow. Come on, man. And has he been, has he been tested? Have we tested him? 
Have you ever seen the video from a few years ago where they picked up the groundhog and I think like the mayor was like, put him up to his ear. Like, what were you saying? And the, the damn thing bit him. <laughs> hey, it happens. Exactly. You, ever, you ever been bit by a dog? No, no, n- not, not like seriously. Yeah. No. I've never been bit by a dog. Mm-mm. I had a dog, uh, like run up to me. Like it was going to attack me. Ooh. And I immediately became, uh, Frozen in fear? Uh, no, I actually folded and just hit the ground and balled up. Oh, what did he do? Lick you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he stopped and just like, yeah. <laughs> and just went the other way. Well, this is no fun. Man, a friend of mine named Butchie, and who doesn't have a friend named Butchie? At least, right? at least two or three people listen to this <laughs> other podcast. Back when I was a teenager, we're hanging out at night, man, and we're walking down the street, and this dog just comes out of nowhere and Butchie, he gets in this martial arts stance, like the 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 crane that the oh, oh really? <laughs> and it's like, where'd you get? You don't like even know Karate Kid, right? You don't even know Karate. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, man? What are you doing? You better run. <laughs> Jump on top of something. There ain't a Buick nearby you can get on top of. <laughs> That's stupid. That's what I said. Come on, man. So Trump raised $76 million signing the need to challenge his election loss and win the Georgia runoffs. Remember when he was getting all that money? $76 million. That's why he was doing it. He didn't spend any of it. So what's he got to do? It's just sitting there. Doing what? Probably waiting for people to forget so he can pay off his campaign. Wow. You know, I said, I've said this many times. I said this early on in his presidency. If he's done nothing else, Mark, he has exposed a lot of loopholes that need to be closed. Problems. A lot of things that we never thought of because yep. we never thought anybody would stoop that low as a president and do them. Yep. And we he, never had to deal with it. He proved us wrong. He's a shyster. He is a shyster. He is a shyster. So, so this Marilyn Manson dude. Oh yeah, the uh, the artist. The the the, the rock. He's a musician. Yeah. Or something. yeah. He's mm-hmm. like drinks blood or whatever. I don't know what the deal is. Like, well, apparently his uh, ex girlfriend Evan Rachel Wood. Hmm. She's like called him out saying that he he physically abused her and all this. So now the world's caving in on him. Wow. He lost his record deal. Really? He lost another gig he had. Uh, but his, oh no, he lost his representation from his agency. Wow. They dropped him. The problem, the only problem I have with this, and I understand I have three daughters. So I'm all about, you know, protecting our, our females. But where, where, where's the proof on this, though? And maybe it's out there and I haven't seen it. But where, you just can't make an accusation and not have receipts because then, then you are actually doing a horrible disservice to, to just everybody. Many people have lost careers and livelihoods and families over false accusations. Right. And there are several people that are in jail right now, a lot of people of color, mm-hmm. over false accusations. Right, right. And that needs to be, and I'm not saying she doesn't have receipts. Maybe I, like I said, maybe I didn't see them, but we have to be very careful there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mariah Carey's sister is actually suing her for emotional distress and being defamed because in Mariah's book, she says that Allison Carey, her sister, gave her Valium, tried to pimp her out and threw a cup of boiling hot tea on her, causing third degree burns when Mariah was 12. Allison says, none of that is true. Where's your proof? Allison said, where's your proof? Where's your proof? Mm. Right? Mm. And she wants 1.25 in uh, consequences and ramifications. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and you got to think about that. Okay. And Allison has always been the, the bad guy, the bad girl in this, right. in this whole thing because she's had a lot of problems. Right. You know, uh, drug abuse, all kinds of things like that. And 
So she's always looked at with the side eye. But in this case, you got to wonder, okay, now where is your proof? Do you have receipts? Is there a police report? You got you got third degree burned and nobody called the police? And here's the thing that I always think is funny. It's like when people are sitting there, you know, talking about, well, this is, you know, I'm never going to be able to bounce back from this. But $1.5 million will <laughs> well, help yeah. take the sting out of it, I guess. You know what? And it always does. <laughs> it always does. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so Republicans have a problem, and the problem's name is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a uh, congresswoman from the state of Georgia, and uh, she's a nut. she in the House? Where is she? I think she's in the House. Okay. Yeah. And they're trying to get her out the House. Mm-hmm. And Democrats say either y'all take her off this education committee and do something with her, or we're going to do it for you because they control the house, right? So we're trying to we're trying to get let y'all do the right thing that she's not a fit for the GOP and she's got to go, or we're going to do it for you. It's like resign or we're going to fire. Exactly, that's exactly what it is, you know, because she is way out there. She's crazy, crazy pants. I mean, really out there. And uh, the the new uh, House representative from Missouri, Cory Bush. Mm-hmm. She moved her office because the, the woman berated her. Wow. And to me, I was like, and that's the only recourse you had? I'm not challenging what Representative Bush did. I'm just saying, well, this makes me sad. Is that the only recourse you had was to move? Nobody could step in for you? Yeah, Nobody he, could say, yo, you're out of line over here. Right. So I got to move. I got to move. My office. I got a problem with that, man. Mm-hmm. I really do. Did you see the special over the weekend, the Anderson Cooper special on QAnon? No, I did not. Oh, man. I got to see it. He had this one person on there who believed that Anderson Cooper, like, drank baby's blood and ate them and something, right? Didn't he apologize? He apologized to him. Yeah, he apologized. He goes, you know, because he he tapped out of QAnon saying, this is crazy. He finally woke up. Yeah. Right? And he apologized because Anderson said, you really believe I drank blood? And he was like, yeah, I did. But I'm sorry. I'm here to apologize. I I didn't, you know. know." And the whole QAnon thing is based on lies. Yes. Lies. Remember the QAnon thing about the pizza joint? Where was that? It was that what state? Pizza was it? Gate. Pizza Gate, where somebody posted something that says that this particular pizza joint in the basement, they were killing babies. Yes. And so somebody shows up there with like an automatic weapon, <laughs> ready to rescue these babies. There's nothing down there but pepperoni. It's like the Pee Wee Herman movie. His bike was in the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> there is no basement. There's no basement in the Alamo. Who don't know that? Who doesn't know that? What's wrong with people, man? Oh my God, it's so ridiculous. (laughs) So they're calling this woman in Atlanta, Courtside Karen. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Monday night game between the Hawks and the Lakers that the Lakers won. They played it in Atlanta. What was her problem? Julia Julia Carlos is being called Courtside Karen, and I don't, I really don't think that's fair. But let me tell you the story. Okay. Okay. So her husband, Chris is in a, into a heated verbal argument with LeBron. Okay. Right? And so it happens. Apparently it happens more than we realize. You know, you sit you sit in those chairs courtside. There's a lot of fans who are fanatics and will start stuff, right? Right. Really, they should be just shutting the hell up. They, yeah. I mean, you know. So Julia stepped in and started cussing out LeBron, saying, don't talk to my husband that way, and they started going back and forth. Well, apparently LeBron says, bitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that, first of all, that, that that's not cool. Can't say, you're not supposed to say you're that. not supposed to say that, right? But the woman, her husband, and two other people were ejected from the game. Okay. All right. LeBron says they should not be ejected. They shouldn't have been ejected. Okay. They were yelling at each other, cussing each other out. But to, from what, everything I could read, it was never racial. 
Okay. It's never so, racial. So to call her courtside Karen, I think is unfair. You can call her crazy Karen if right. you want to, but I don't think the Karen moniker applies because. Well, you, hold on now. You can call her crazy Karen. You can call her crazy if you want to. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think the, you know, because when these days, when you call somebody a Karen, you imply a racist, a racial uh, exchange. Right. I got and, you. And I don't think a racial exchange happened here. I think she was defending her husband and now he looks weak because his wife had to speak up for him. Right. 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 Because in America, that's what we do. Right. We like to call men weak when, when females take up for them. Right. Exactly. Right. When exactly. you're a kid, you're a mama's boy. Right. When exactly. you're grown, you're weak. Folks going to always have something to say no matter what happens. <laughs> Jeez. So we find out Gail King's daughter, uh, what's her name? Kirby. Kirby Bumpus got married last December oh. to Virgil Miller. They got married at Oprah's place in Santa Barbara. Okay. All right. Uh, in the house were Kirby. Virgil, they got married, Stedman, Oprah, and Gail's son, Will, who performed the ceremony. Okay. Gail wasn't in the house. Gail wasn't there. Gail was outside because Oprah won't let anybody in her house because of COVID. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> this, is, this is the way I read it. Was that Gail was on the outside. Gail didn't even get a chance to zip her daughter up in her bridal gown. Because Oprah did it, because Oprah ain't let nobody in her house. But she let the daughter in. Get the daughter in. But she's trying to keep everything to a minimum. So I'm wondering, and if and if you and if you guys listen and think I'm wrong, I'm, I'm I guess I will be wrong. But I'm thinking, shouldn't Oprah and Stedman have stepped aside so Gail and whoever the fourth person would be could be? That's Gail. That's her daughter. So Gail's outside watching all this. On, I don't on, know. I don't know if she was listening or watching closed circuit TV somewhere. <laughs> what was going on? I don't know what was going on. Was it on a Zoom call or something? I don't know. That just kind of set, didn't set right with me. It's like Oprah should have made the sacrifice. Am I right or am I wrong? Or Stedman. Or Stedman, yeah. Absolutely. Stedman, sit this out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You asked, don't want to be here anyway. <laughs> but but you know what? In fairness, we were not there, so we don't know what, what actually happened. But on the outside <laughs> looking in, you're wondering, why, why did Gail, the mom, have to sit outside while Oprah... And her boyfriend were inside, and there were only four people there. Gail goes, is coming to the door. Pope was like, hold on now. Wait a minute. We're at our limit. <laughs> but wait, that's my, yeah, at our limit. It's like a Best Buy. Only 10, 10 customers at a time. If somebody leaves, you can you can come in when somebody leaves. So did, did Oprah, did she get the red velvet rope and yeah. seal her off? Exactly. Just, oh, man. That's so ridiculous. The FCC has fined a Montana man $9.9 million for making thousands of racist and threatening robocalls. Mm. Scott Rhodes reportedly targeted black and Jewish politicians as well as a murder victim's family and attempted to influence a jury in a murder case against a neo-Nazi. Wow. In, uh, in one call, uh, he apparently got, I don't know if it was him or somebody, he got impersonated Oprah Winfrey to target Stacey Abrams when she was running for governor. Wow. And the conversation was, quote, this is the magic Negro, Oprah Winfrey, asking you to make my fellow Negress, Stacey Abrams, the governor of Georgia. He's in what state? Uh, Montana. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> the FCC has given him 30 days to come up with $9.9 million, or they're coming for him. They're coming for him, man. Let this be a lesson to the rest of you hillbillies. <laughs> Fudan bought some robocalling equipment. And- oh, man. So a barber in uh, Kansas City 
He cut two Chiefs players' hair, and he tests positive for COVID. So these two players are in quarantine. They, now they may they'll keep testing them, and if they test, they've been tested negative, but they got to test them for consecutive days. And if by Friday they keep testing negative, they can play on Sunday the Super Bowl. Wow! But if they don't, are these prominent players? Demarcus Robinson, he's a receiver, and the center Daniel Kilgore. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, it turns out the close contact was an outside barber allowed to enter the Chiefs facility. Everyone was masked during the encounter, and the barber had tested negative for five consecutive days before he was allowed to enter the Chiefs facility, and then he tested positive. Mm. This is why I didn't go see my mother for Christmas, right? Because I got tested here, but on the way down, if I stop for gas, yep. I get it there, not, and I ain't been tested, now I take it home to, to mom. Yeah, and you don't want that. I didn't want that. So I, I stayed back, man. I stayed back. Brian Moss is in Idaho, man. He won a $250,000 crossword scratch game from the lottery. How much? $250,000. Nice. He's thinking, I'm setting this aside for my daughter is what he says he's going to do. But the real story is, this is the sixth time he's won the lottery. Yeah, this guy just won't stop winning. <laughs> What's going on there, man? Golly, gee. <laughs> Six times? I wonder if he's buying it from the same place. I need to go there. <laughs> now, he's never won the big prize. That's he, a pretty big prize, and That's his biggest prize he's won. But still, you know. Jeez, man. I mean, $250,000, you got one child, and she's the target of why you're doing this, then college is paid for. Done. Done. And you got some change. Yeah. And if you can convince her to go to a small junior college, you you really roll it yeah. out. Cause, you know. Pay for whole college and buy yourself a 86 Ford Tempo. That's what you're like. Well, I'm like yeah. <laughs> or or get the, uh, the tricked out pacer. Yeah. 1974. That's a ride right there, Mr. Uh, Missouri Governor Mike Parson is telling folks, you know, there was 11,300 11, people who were overpaid unemployment. It came out to like $44 million. The state finds out they want the money back. These folks are struggling. COVID. Right. Some of them have been fired. Right. Lost their jobs. Close to eviction. Right. That kind of stuff. And y'all asking for money back. Asking for the money back. Now, state officials will not do interviews or provide any information about how widespread the problem. Well, the problem is it's 11,300 people. Now, there's a supposedly a law that says they can forgive the debt, which is what they should do. But they're coming after these people. The governor says, well, there are people who are getting over who may have gotten this money. Well, first of all, you don't know if they got the money. And two, anytime you're giving away money in any, in any, on any platform, in any situation. I've worked in radio for a long time. And when we give away money, it's there was, gone. There was always people trying to rig the system, though. Yeah, but when yeah, but but to, to I your, mean, I've had people like tie up the, all all the phone lines. One person <laughs> was like, "No, man, <laughs> can't do that." I like when people ask me, you know, so is there a secret to winning? Uh, call, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, a lot of people don't know is that if the contest is rigged, the owners of the station can be fined and can lose their license. Yeah, which means they no longer own the station. Right. So it's not worth rigging one hundred and five dollars. You know how you know some radio contests are rigged is we hate it when we give somebody a prize and they don't sound happy. So those times when you hear those people in the air, man, they didn't even seem that happy. Yeah, we're furious about it. Yeah, we are. We're not happy. And that just goes to show you ain't fixed because if it was up to us, yeah. we try to find somebody who's yelling their ass off. That's right. That's what we want. That's what we want. I was told that a listener who's not excited about a prize that you put on the air is a reflection of your radio station. Yeah. So you're just supposed to say, hey, congratulations, Calvin Jones. He just won $105, man. Congrats. Yeah. Another chance to win coming up. I'm Sandy Beach, and here are the platters of batter. Exactly. 20 on the downside. Good times. Good morning. <laughs> Great oldies. Yeah, I, I would, uh, if they were bad, I would 
play maybe a piece of it, something. Something. I'm but, like, well, can you just say thank you so much? Or so I'd try to get something, something out of them. Something out of them, yeah. Yeah. You're killing me over here. I want to give you the money, but damn. I had a program director who says, you know what? They're not excited, and you tell them they're the 10th caller? Hang up on them. Mm. <laughs> I was like, now we're getting into murky water no, over I, here. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that makes me very nervous. Yeah. That's not cool at all. So, but in Missouri, they're, they're wondering, what can we do to forgive this debt, this money? This, oh, that money's gone, They got to let it go. But my point being, anytime you're giving away money, there's always people who are trying to rig the system, and you just have to live with that. Yeah. Cost of doing business. Cost of doing business. People are wondering if Denzel Washington backs the blue. He did an interview with Yahoo Entertainment. He says, I have the utmost respect for what the police do, for what our soldiers do, people that sacrifice their lives. I just don't care for people who put those kind of people down. If it weren't for them, we would not have the freedom to complain about what they do. And my response to those people who criticize him or say, well, where's the lie? The only thing he could have made that better is if he said something, you know, I have the utmost respect for good cops, the cops that are dedicated to their craft and who contribute to their community. You got to put a caveat in there. Yeah. Because I don't think that it is an umbrella. There's some people that have infiltrated several police departments across this country and they are not. They're racist. Yeah. They're not there to do any help. They're they're not there to help. No. They're the kids that couldn't get on the team in high school. Right. And they're just, you know, feel like they're invincible. Right. Right. Exactly. Kobe's uh, widow, Vanessa Bryant, has called out a CBD company. They apparently put an ad somewhere saying that Kobe Bryant had cancer. He wanted to let people know about his favorite CBD oil. Come on, man. Stop it. She posted lies. Don't get scammed. Kobe never used CBD. But she never said whether or not he had cancer. (laughs) So I'm wondering, well, no, wait wait a minute here. Hold on a second here. I don't think he had cancer. But, I mean, it's a moot point at this point. He's, he's, He's not with us anymore. But it's like, wow. Who has the balls to do that, though? Kobe Kobe had cancer, and this was his favorite oil he used to, to relieve his, his pain. Right, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> you know, the fact that she didn't say he didn't have cancer, like, you have to say, you have to dismiss all of it. Yeah. You know? It's like somebody saying, you know, you, you hepatitis-infested weirdo. Who are you calling a weirdo? <laughs> Wait a minute, what about the other part? Well, what about the hepatitis part? <laughs> Never mind, semantics. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? No, you have to denounce all of it. All, every piece of it. <laughs> oh, man. So in Hamilton, Georgia, the police chief has resigned and an officer has been fired after a video surfaced of a conversation in which they casually dropped the N-word and say slavery met the needs of black people. Yeah, that dude is a real piece of work. Chief Gene Allman and Patrolman John Brooks didn't realize that John Brooks' body cam was recording their conversation. So apparently they took the body cam camera. I guess they said the thing was broken. <laughs> it took it in to get fixed? Yeah. Aha! And they said, oh, no, this thing works. Matter of fact, there's a whole bunch of data on here. Let's <laughs> press play. <laughs> well, I'd be damned. Well, what? And let me tell you, they had the accents to boot, too. Yeah. They did. They did. Uh, you know, they were doing them damn, damn slaves. They were taking care of down there. <laughs> and they even talked about who one of them talked about who he'd rather have sex with uh, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms or Stacey Abrams. <laughs> then the chief discusses slavery, saying, quote, for the most part, it seemed to me like they furnished them a house to live in. They furnished them clothes to put their back, put on their back. They furnished them food to put on their table. And all they had to do was work. And now we give them all those things that they don't have to work. Now, this took place last year. <sighs> Happened last year. This and goes back to the conversation I had about cops. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of them in the police department. Yep. 
uh, a cemetery in Louisiana where a, a, a woman wanted to bury her, her husband who died, a black woman, black man, were told, no, this is a whites-only cemetery. And so that got, really? out, that got out. And, you know, once something gets out, now it's everybody's, everybody's for themselves. You're on your own, right? So the cemetery board had an emergency meeting, and they removed the language that read the right of burial of the remains of white human beings from its burial contracts. America. 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 But you yeah. can't even be dead and be around white folk. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. That's horrible. He's not going to bother nobody. <laughs> There's a, a New York startup that's making a product that could be pretty pretty important in the world we're living in right now. Okay. It's called PathSpot, and it's for uh, basically for restaurants and other businesses in the food industry to control the cleanliness of their operations. It's a scanning device that checks employees' hands for traces of contaminants after they've washed their hands. It's a two-second test. It scans your hands, and if there's, it detects that you haven't got it all, you should wash your hands again. Okay. I can live with that. I can, too. I can live with that. That needs to be in every—even if it's the postal service, it needs to be everywhere. Because, you know, when money's exchanged, do you know how much—do you, know, you know how dirty money is? Completely dirty. Dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. My wife used to work at a car dealership where she, like, took care of the books, and some, her hands would swell because— uh, this was in Detroit because the money that she touched, that she had to count out, a lot of it had co- full of bacteria, had cocaine on it. Really? Yeah. And so her hands would swell up. She can get high, nothing. So your hands are your hands are crackheads now. Exactly. <laughs> you got- your hands are high as a kite. <laughs> your, hands are, your, your hands are crackhead. Mm-hmm. What? What the hell? Well, I tell you, if, if she was doing sign language, her hands would be moving fast as hell. <laughs> Coked up hands. Coked up hands. It, it's a condition. You know, uh, there's a guy in St. Louis who was robbed of his pants in the middle of the day. A guy, robbed of his pants? A guy came up to him and smacked him in the face with a gun and then took his pants from him. How? What? Pants? His, pants, his pants had his wallet and his phone and some other okay. stuff in there. He took his pants. So before the guy could get away, it was in an apartment building is where this happened. So the victim, the pantsless one, he goes and gets his gun. Now they're exchanging gunfire. Nobody got hit. But at the end they're of the day. They're both terrible shots. <laughs> yeah, well, they usually are, right? Yeah. But the, at the end of the day, dude ain't got his pants no more, but he's got his life. That is true. And, you know, we can replace the pants and That's the right. wallet and the cell phone and all that other stuff. You got your life. Cough up the cotton dockers, dog. <laughs> Not the cotton dockers. You're able to see another day. Oh, man. Oh, we lost Cicely Tyson last week. I didn't know that Lenny Kravitz was her godson. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy, man. But she passed away. She was 96 years old. Her manager of 40 years says Cicely thought of her new memoir. She had a new memoir that came out. As a Christmas tree de- decorated with all the ornaments of her personal and professional life, today she placed the last ornament, a star, on top of the tree. Wow. That's cool. It's very cool. Very cool to say. So, uh, Let's see. This guy in New Mexico who was at a McDonald's, and they did put cheese on his burger. <laughs> Esteban Gonzalez. And uh, he pulls out a pistol and pulls it on an employee. And the guy says, I took the burger from him and I had the cook fix it. Ten minutes later, Gonzalez comes back, cut off the other cars to get back to the window. And he had the burger in his hand. And I said, is it still wrong? He came out with a pistol and he says, I'm going to get my burger right because I'm sick of this. Wow. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. They got got him. Oh, absolutely. Up to that point, he had no criminal record. But the streak is over. So now... You're in the system. You're in the system. Probably going to go to jail. That's a felony. That's a felony. Ugh. What are you in for? Idiot. I pulled a gun on somebody over a cheeseburger. 
Okay, was it a good one? <laughs> McDonald's juice. It was a McDonald's juice. Oh, man, come on. Oh, man. I mean, if it was like Whataburger. Was it a quarter pounder? <laughs> no. <laughs> what was wrong with it? Didn't have cheese. Yeah. Oh. So John and his wife, uh, John Gray, Pastor Gray and his wife, Aventure, they got a church in South Carolina. And recently, uh, during a service, he had uh, told the folks, well, the, the, the donation baskets went around. But he wasn't asking for money. He had money in it, telling the parishioners, take what you need. Oh, no. This is a bad social experience. <laughs> I mean, you know, he had 30000 and they told people, take what you need, and people did. And it turned out okay. By the time we got to the end of the line, it was like 14 cents in there. <laughs> yeah, you're in the bag. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you got like $4.20. That's all you got. You could have started a riot up in there, really. Yeah. But no, everybody was Yeah, I think you'd be better off going, listen, I had a conversation with Jesus last night. <laughs> And uh, everybody got an envelope. Here you go. Here you go. Everybody get $200. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. So, Wendy Williams says that she had a one-night stand with Method Man. Method Man's like, damn it, lady. Stop it. And she says that we were smoking weed. Went back to my place. I gave him a bath. That's random. You know? And uh, in her jacuzzi at her penthouse in New Jersey. And that was that. Well, now his wife. Who? Method Man's wife is saying that Wendy is like the most miserable. <laughs> but but Tamika, her name's Tamika. Tamika's problem with Wendy isn't necessarily that. Years ago, when Wendy was still doing radio, Wendy told her audience in New York City that Tamika had cancer before wow. Tamika could tell her family and friends that she had cancer. Mm. I, hate, I hate that. Isn't there a law violation? Is there a violation there? Some HIPAA laws. I mean, does that apply to civilians or that just applies to hospitals? I mean, what is How does that work? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's a, definitely a law, but you, you have to be careful about. I mean, arguably, I mean, the radio station could possibly get in trouble. Yeah. For broadcasting that. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Very true. Uh, Johnson & Johnson has come up with a COVID vaccine. They say it's 66% effective in a global trial. You know 66? I'm going to need them to go back in the lab. Yeah, y'all need mean, to go back to the drawing board on that. Y'all got to get minimum 93%. Man. Minimum. So six out of 10 times. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here for that. Six out of 10 times, it works every time. I wonder why our line isn't long. There's a line over there with Madeira and, uh, and uh, the other one. Over yeah. There. Why is there nobody's in our line? It's like spin the wheel on whether it's effective <laughs> or not. <laughs> we don't want to do that. Who wants to do that? 66% effective. Why even, like, mm. And there's a man in Washington that was arrested last week for selling injections of self-made and untested COVID-19 vaccine to customers online. <laughs> Johnny Stein is 55. He sold cancer vaccines before. Now he's selling COVID vaccines. He says he's a biotech expert who for 400, 400, between $400,000, I'll fly to you and inject you. Mm. And people were buying it. Oh, yeah. Well, people, people, uh, people were buying that. People are down with QAnon, so, you know. you know. And Beijing now, they say, you know, the uh, nasal swab. No, 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 no. No, no, bend over. Yep, bend over. The anal swab is where, where it's happening over here. We're doing the anal swab because it's more precise. It's more, it catches it more. Ugh. They say uh, it detects the presence of the virus because it usually affects the digestive tract. Now, do they have... I know they go pretty deep in the nasal cavity. Yeah, they say they have to go in about an inch, and they got to rotate it several times. And it takes about 10 seconds. Oh. And depending on where in the world you take this, because it's going to go all over the world, but depending on where in the world you are, you could be engaged when this is over. 
By law. <laughs> By law, you could be engaged. It's like, let me tell you something. They end up doing that to me. They're like, where's Mark? He's in the corner <laughs> clutching a lamp crying right now. <laughs> what? What? He hasn't been the same since that swapping. <laughs> Hey, it happens. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, man. And a, a Mexican woman in Sonora flew into a rage, and she stabbed her husband because on his phone, and she saw it herself, there were pictures of him having sex with another woman. Right. She stabbed him up. She stabbed him up, uh, and she hurt him pretty bad. I mean, she she straight up shanked him, arms and legs and stuff. And he was like, what's the problem? What, what, what? Because she didn't even explain he walked in a room and she just started shanking, man. Who's this bitch in this yeah. picture? Here? <laughs> you know? Uh, it's, it's you. <laughs> oh. oh. Wait, that is me. He said, this is you. From when we first started dating. This was you. Oh. This is you. Oh, yeah. It was... Remember, you used to be a freak. Yeah. Remember that? <sighs> Sorry. She didn't recognize herself because she was younger, thinner, had makeup on. Oh, that is me. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> And you know what? They'll laugh about this later when she gets out of prison after five or ten. Oh, years. I ain't laughing about any of it. Because <laughs> you know he's still. Is he gonna? Do you leave her over that? Yes, you do. Absolutely, absolutely. It wasn't. It clearly it was an innocent mistake. I don't care. <laughs> it's a your rap? first thing to do is stab me. Well, I love you, and I'm jealous. Mm -mm. You know how jealous I get. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> you know. You know. I like the D. You know. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The next conversation we have is going to be with me and you and three-inch glass between us. <laughs> so it's a wrap, man. Uh oh big wrap. Oh, man. I'm disappointed to hear that, man. No. What happened to forgiveness? Mm -mm. Turning the oh, other I forgive you. I'm just not letting you near me again. Turning the other cheek. Yeah. Well, he stabbed the other one, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other one got stabbed, so need stitches. That is a random podcast. We put it up, and I promise I'll get this one up. <laughs> You'll hear this one. <laughs> You'll hear this one. If you hear this, that means he was successful. That's right. That's right. We upload it on Wednesdays, and we ask you to listen to it and laugh with us and share it. Leave a, a review. That'd be nice. Got a message from somebody on Facebook says, man, I love the show. Oh, great. So that's cool. That's that really, really nice. good. So, uh, you can reach me on all things social media at Tony Scott Media. And I'm uh, McCrazy Media on Instagram. Shout out to the Podcast Suites. They have an exceptional podcast set up with studios, state-of-the-art equipment, competitive pricing, and all kinds of options that you can purchase if you need them. Oh, man, I tell you, it's just beautiful. You should uh, Google them, Podcast Suites. And if you're in the Dallas area, you should do your podcast here because everyone else is. Yeah. Just saying. Crystal clear sound. Yes. We're known for the sound here. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So thanks again for listening. And we will uh, talk to you again next week. Yep. 